Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ninth episode of The Untamed Rant. I am the Untamed Scribe, also known as Erin. And as always with me is the strange Mr. Crowley. Greetings, <laughs> humans. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to be talking about multiclassing. What, what? Hell yes. <laughs> You're ready for this, aren't you? Yeah, not enough people do this. They're afraid of it. Okay, so that, let's start it right off then. First question to answer that we kind of should, I think, should cover ultimately is why should 97. somebody do it? Oh, I knew it. <laughs> why should somebody multiclass? Because yeah. it's fun. That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> That's what it boils down to. Because <laughs> it's fun, everybody! You want to make an interesting character, right? You want to be able to do more things. Some, a lot of times, the best way to do that is multiclassing. Yeah, I don't disagree. Other than the fun factor. <laughs> oh, it's fun. <laughs> oh, it's a good time. It's a grand old time, you might say. Are we overselling this? <laughs> it depends what edition you're listening uh, to. Yeah, this is the third edition. We're way, way overselling, overselling. <laughs> it. There's a lot more math there. Um, just side note, this is for fifth edition. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, and for like 99% of people who play third edition, I ignore the whole level balance and XP negative rules because you're not close, I don't know, favored classes and being the same level in classes. Otherwise, you take an XP penalty because that's going to help you catch up, right? Totally. It's like those bank overdraft fees. It's like, you went over $2? $35. Well, we know you don't have $2, so we're taking 30 more from you. Now give us 32. I didn't have two. Why'd you take? Why? Why? <laughs> why do you do this to me? <laughs> you come in with like three dollars. It's like I'm gonna bring it back over positive. It's like no, we charged you. You're still at negative thirty-two. But but. <laughs> and that, in a nutshell, is how third edition worked for multi-classing. <laughs> especially America is appropriate at the end of that. Especially if you're playing class. That has, like, an ability that costs XP, or casting spells that cost XP, or heaven forbid your familiar dies. No! And then you just go into a deep depression, while also losing a level. Yep, you just don't want to exist anymore. (laughs) Uh, Basically, how's the rule? The shit out of third edition. Yeah, so so forget third edition. (laughs) Fifth edition, though. It can be really, really fun. It's my favorite multiclassing. As we mentioned. Yes. Because of spellcasting. Yes. But we'll get there. Yeah. Also, the other part of it, why you should do it, other than the fun factor, like we mentioned, is it really does allow you to do Interesting. so much more with your character, and it can be that much more interesting in terms of what you try to do, too. As long as, you know, and there, ultimately, for the most part, I think going through this, just so that everybody's aware, we're mostly going to stick with Player's Handbook and those classes. Yeah. But... You know, if you have the wherewithal <laughs> to try <laughs> a different class that's not in the 5th uh, edition player's handbook, do it. <laughs> yeah, find, find one with good reviews yeah, and yeah. Multi, multi-classing rules included. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah. It's less work for you. Uh, absolutely. It's a lot. And, again, very interesting. It just gives your character a lot of versatility. Well, and a good multi-class of two classes can make your character... A unique class that doesn't exist. Indeed, yeah. Like I always go back to, Necromancer plus Druid of the Swamp equals Witch Doctor. I totally want to try it. We need to come up with a campaign for me to try it. I totally want to. <laughs> and you just you pick a background, either Hermit or Sage, hermit and work get well yourself get yourself uh, Herbalist tools proficiency. Mm-hmm. And the right skills, you're good to go. Some animal handling, some arcana, some nature. Witch doctor. Done. (laughs) I think that that kind of segues us a little bit into talking about some of the classes that do work really well together. And some of them, yes, knowing that ahead of time can definitely help, especially if you're a new player. And you're not quite sure if you want to try it, and you have, you know, like, okay, well, what works well together? I don't even know. This is the first time I've cracked open the book. Okay, maybe and second. Especially <laughs> if you're going with, like, the nice middle-of-the-line base stat layout, and you have a negative in there, and some, yes. some mediocre skills. You only really have one good ability. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to multi-class without mm-hmm. 
harming you. Depending on the table. I mean... True, true. If you get a good table, you can make it work. But yes. st- just mathematically, it becomes more difficult. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but there's some combos right there for you. If they have the same attribute... So potentially it's an, it's an easy combo. Right. Not exactly. necessarily a good one. One, but an easy one, yeah. But an easy one. So And there are resources out there for instance and something we're going to just kind of work off of just as a general kind of table which we do disagree on some of these and we'll get into that but um found this resource it's uh Giant in the Playground if any of you have ever been on that forum at all it's a it's a decent site and way to get in from, certain uh, information. Order the stick comic. Yep. Yes, the forums over there. Yeah, and I mean, I love Order of the Stick, but that's a different conversation. Oh, and their forums, <laughs> the forums have had a lot of stuff over the years. So yeah, there's absolutely. a community over yeah. there. Yeah, um, but if you're looking for the website itself, it's giantitp.com. That's G-I-A-N-T-I-T-P.com. So, but th- this is what we're working off of as a general starting off point. In terms of multi-classing and, so, and the someone has ranked the combos. Yeah. And again, we disagree with some of them, but we'll we'll go through that. Hmm. Um, so some of the ones that, according to this table, that which I don't necessarily disagree with these ones that work really well together is strictly by the rules. Strictly by the rules, yeah. <laughs> right. <Overtone laughs> which I think was, yeah, which we've talked about multiple times. New world order. <laughs> We're all about you doing that, by the way. You should just do it. Yeah, everyone does it. <laughs> um, is Warlock Fighter. Mm. Warlock Paladin. Warlock Fighter is still interesting to me. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't have an ability overlap. No, you're right. Unless you're specifically doing a maneuver style fighter. And then charisma is, I believe, don't quote me on it, but I believe charisma is involved in your maneuvers, uh, and therefore, there's there's your overlap. But you right. still have to worry about strength. So that's tough. True, true. Yeah, because... Uh, but of course, I mean... Or, you, or dex, depending on the fighter. It's fair, but of course, if you just look at uh, Eldritch Knight, that's one class, and you're already looking at two ability scores, you want to be up there. Right. Intelligence and strength. So... Mm-hmm. It's not much different from that. So yeah, no. Warlock. Warlock Fighter. Yeah. Um, Warlock Paladin, as I said. Yeah. Charisma, Charisma. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Sorcerer Paladin was one of the other ones charisma, on this table. Charisma, Charisma. Mm-hmm. And the last one here in terms of, for, for their list and their purposes that can't go wrong with was uh, Bard Paladin. Charisma, Charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to go. Actually, the Charisma classes are probably the strongest multi-classing classes I would say so, in yeah. the game. Yeah, definitely. Um... Although, no, yeah, pretty much, because they're the most diverse set. Wisdom, you have Druid and Cleric. Yep. Uh, you have Strength or Dex-based ones, so, like, but Charisma is very diverse. It's got casters, tanks, yeah. healers, oh, yeah. utility, utility characters, I mean, yeah. Charisma's across the board. Yeah. Love it. Um... Some, um, that this list says that are, um, Just talk to the other end of the spectrum. Oh, you just want to do yeah, the let's bad? let's not go into the minutia. Right, yeah, we can sure, talk about fine. different examples. Minutia. <laughs> I mean, how Look many combos the track, are there? Oh, God, a ton. Yeah. There's a ton. So, we don't so want to go that's cool, yeah. That's totally fine with me. Look at him, changing it. Anyhow. I like that. <laughs> New world order. <laughs> God damn it! Hack the planet! <laughs> Hack the planet! Oh, God, yeah. And now, now I'm on that. Okay. Um, so, something that this site mentions in terms of, there's just not... Oh, Synergies. There's no synergy for these. But also, it... Respectfully disagree. For some of them, yes. Um, but this one also says um, for this, and he kind of coined this term... He calls it MAD. He says it's MAD. And when when he says that, he says uh, MAD stands for Multiple Attribute dis, uh, Dependence. So that means that it has to be a 13 at least or higher for your um, attributes. Yeah, basically we're talking about the main attribute of the uh, class. class. So if you have a combo that has a multiple attribute dependence, this guy must be a statistician or something. He's a writer. Okay. <laughs> Maybe both. Um... We're talking about exactly what it sounds like. You're depending on two different attributes. So, like, right. we're talking, say, 
barbarian wizard would be strength. Mm-hmm. And then intelligence. Yeah. And, like, you can't boost your attribute for wizard and get any benefits in barbarian. Yeah. There just are no, no. intelligence benefits to barbarian. Nope. There's no strength benefits to wizard. That's what we're talking about there. Um, and the other one is single attribute dependence, yeah. which yeah. is your bard paladin. Exactly. Cleric, both classes, all improved. Yep. Across the board. Good to go. So, just to break that down a little. So, and that and that's kind of um, their advice is to avoid it altogether. But again, yeah. we disagree with some I disagree. of them. I have solutions. So, for they're a, house yeah. for solutions, but I have solutions Whatever. that don't break the game, I Half think. We'll talk about this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> so, uh, the first one that they say to avoid is Cleric Barbarian. Do you agree or disagree? Disagree. Disagree because? Uh, because you can get a really good strength-based Cleric. And I, they're prob- there's that's probably... Not, that's not untrue, yeah. The biggest issue they probably have with Barbarian is the fact that Rage, you can't... Pro- I mean, I don't know if they even explicitly say it, but Rage, you can't cast spells. True. Yeah, you can't. I got an easy solution for that. Okay, lay it on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. That's that's easily solved. Whether it be a human, and start with the feet, or that'd be a cool combination. Just Claire, wait Claire, until yeah. level. F- <laughs> ask, your, ask your DM nicely if you can take your feet early and yeah. not not get it later, so that yeah. you can rage cast. That or would be so come, sweet. We're already getting into solutions. I know. That's fine. Come up with a specific list of spells that you can cast while raging. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't cast your healing spells. Right. But you could say cast command. Oh, because yeah. that, if, that as works long as for, you're, yeah. you're angry Three, about yeah. it. I want to um, command you. I mean, that fear. goes with rage. Yeah, fear. Perfect. Come on. Why not? You know, make make rage part of the other class. Like, make it story work for wise, you. Yeah. Who cares what the, the rules say out word for word? Yeah. It's not the point mm-hmm. of the rules. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I don't think that that was the intention of this. It was more just like, hey, as a general I hope, I hope thing. Not. You know, you I know mean, what I mean? Some people are very serious about rules. Oh, yeah, right I know. But, so, but I, I mean, I wouldn't... Not not having sat down with the man who wrote it or anything, I would assume. Probably not. Kind of research our universe. Come on. <laughs> at the worst. You're fired. And it was bound to happen. Good luck without me. <laughs> See you guys in a few months. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one, uh, sorcerer barbarian. I think Same sim- thing. similar idea. Same thing. Yep. And and again, wizard, and think, wizard barbarian. Hand yeah, hand. wizard barbarian's a little harder. Mm-hmm. Those don't really go together story wise. That one's probably the hardest. I would think so. Uh, I don't think you would even want to do that combo because no. you're a learned spellcaster. You're better off going sorcerer with like dragon bloodline. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. You know, that's super cool. Like, <laughs> um, or I don't know if it's on the bottom of the list, but Barbarian Bard. Uh, uh, Pathfinder made a whole class in one of their books based, that is a combo of Barbarian, is basically a Barbarian Bard multi-class built into its own class called the Scald. Yeah. That, I love that concept. In in this particular case, for this chart, it does mention it, but it doesn't say outright don't do it. Mm-hmm. It it just says it's likely getting it's into tough. yeah, it's likely getting into the tougher realms and maybe don't yeah. you don't want to try it. But I mean it'd be really cool. Yeah. Like singing a battle song. Hell yeah. yeah. While raging. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so good. Exactly. <laughs> Ah, I would hope that the player who does it... The ideas are too cool to let the rules tell you not to do it. Yeah, right. I feel like whoever the player is, like, if that were to happen, if that combination were to happen, like, I would want them to rage in battle and and sing on the way to to the fight or whatever, and I want somebody to record this all the (laughs) time. Um, the next one that it says stay away from is Monk Bard. Monk Bard. Mm Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see it too. Mostly it's a little because tricky. they're kind, they're like barbarian wizard. They're very distant yes. in what their focus is. But I mean, I think with more of the archetypes out there, 
you, you could come up with an interesting character. Um, like, oh, the Unearthed Arcana Poison mm-hmm. card? College, yeah. College of Venom, College of Snakes, College of Poison, I don't know. It's it's an Unearthed Arcana, it's not even in the book. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, but they get, like, poison ste- sneaky stuff, like assassiny I know which one you're stuff. talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Combine that with the... With Ninja Monk, uh, Way of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Boom. There you go. That's that'd be that'd be interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe throw a couple levels of rogue in there. I was gonna, that was gonna say it's almost like a rogue at that right? point. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. See, so there, there's a potential workaround there. Yeah. So you know, don't don't rule it out completely. Mm. Um. Especially, just use Dex weapons. Right. Exactly. Dex based. Should be fine. Yeah. Because then. Dex and Charisma. There you go. Good to go. That'd be pretty good. As long as you're not going with, like, more than two different ones. Yeah, Or yeah. too low of scores. I'd you, say you so. You should be pretty good. Um, the next one here is a Fighter Druid. Is that the one that you really disagreed with? I, like, right off I, the bat? Yeah. I think you could really... No, it might be, be... Depends on how things work, but I mean... Some of the a couple of the fighter builds are really basic, and unless they are very specific about requiring weapons, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which personally, I would rule if you are a shapeshifted druid, then natural weapons are weapons, weapons? right? Exactly. Um, I think uh, bear running around using like cool maneuvers from the fighter class would be awesome. Done. <laughs> Screw that druid barbarian. Just rage as a bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make that sound all the time. I mean, maybe That's how you know you're raging. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't my best bear okay, voice. It's a little constipated. <laughs> but I mean, that too could that lead to rage. That poor fucking bear, that right? Yeah. Oh, God. Sound <laughs> I gotta work on my sound effects, yeah. Um, bard monk. You already said Bard which, Monk. Which is on the other... But other way, though. Would it matter to you? Do oh. You think? Oh. So, you first one like, was Monk, Bard. Oh. Yeah. No, I see them as monk. the same thing. Yeah. Um, oh. I think... All good. The one you take more levels in yeah. really is what you want more abilities Abilities from. from. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and what you really want to go for. Okay. Cool. Uh, Paladin Monk. Paladin Monk. Absolutely. Uh, especially with the Kensai... <sighs> yeah. Kensai Monk. Um, because, hell yes. Now, Basically. now, break that one down for me, Kensai Monk. Uh, Kensai Monk is weapon-based. Okay. Uh, specialties in certain weapons, so you just go, like, Monk with Dabble into Paladin, uh, more for the ability of Divine Smite, and your spells, um, detect good and evil. Yeah. It's super now, utilitarian. I mean, you basically... I could see you making a pretty sweet monk-style, like, demon hunter. Okay. With Kensai Monk and just a few levels in Paladin. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because the first thing that I thought of when I read that combination... Because Paladin typically is armor-heavy. And that's what I thought of, like... The, yeah, like, versus a monk, which is, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if, you, but if you're doing armor. it... Yeah, if you're doing it the other way, though, yeah, whatever. It wouldn't matter. Perfect. Yeah. But I mean, even so, if you wanted to focus more on the paladin, paladin side, part, yeah. you'd still get all the cool weapon stuff. Yeah. You'd be able to punch people. Yeah, taking. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't see the hindrance either way. It's just uh, originally when I first saw it, it was like, oh, I wonder about the armor crap. I mean, uh, the thing is, like, are you ever using a hundred percent of your abilities to max capacity in any given campaign? No. 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 And even if you do, it's not at the same time, so, True. like, you'll find a position where you may not want to wear armor, or may wear armor when you normally don't, and, you know, make benefit of your ability to do both. True. True. Um, but just because you can't wear armor and not wear armor at the same time doesn't mean you won't get a chance and to do, utilize yeah. the fact that you can do fight armor. really good either right, way. Right, right, right. Uh, next would be Sorcerer Monk. I think that'd be badass. Hell yeah. Make that work. Yeah. Absolutely. Wave the Elements. Oh, yeah. Take Sorcerer, add some more spells in there. Boom. Done. 
go super bender. Yeah, basically, but yeah. Like, but, like, very Fire Nation-ish, where you're, like, throwing fireballs yeah. and lightning and True. stuff more than actual <laughs> mar- martial arts. Yeah. Ah, fireball! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, why not? Warlock Monk. Warlock Monk? Yeah. Sure. Easy. Well, same, yeah. same thing. Yeah, same, yeah, same general, yep. Or go, general um, Way of Shadows. And... Monk, yep. Archfey patron. Ooh. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Or Way of Shadows and Archfiend patron. Yeah. It'd be like a badass, like... Either one of those would be an interesting like, combination. Like, from a ninja clan that worships an actual demon. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> there you go. There's your background. You're welcome. <laughs> Make that a thing. <laughs> also videos. <laughs> show me your builds. Yeah. Actually, yes. Show us your builds. Yes, please. <laughs> Link us your builds. Email them. Whatever you want to do. Tweet at all of it. <laughs> uh, Wizard monk, mm. which I think is in the same sort of same vein bit, as sorcerer. But do you think it's similar? I mean, stylistically, to I don't barbarian? think it fits as well. Yeah, and yeah. you could do it um, because you can rename things and redescribe things however you want. But right, stylistically, I think the other ones fit better. Yeah. Last one here, uh, at least for the stay away. Oh God, is uh, Ranger Paladin. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Have any workarounds for that? Uh, yeah. Just do Oath of the Avenger. Mm. Be be assassin. I'm glad nobody can like see us because I got like weird thinking face on every oh, yeah. time. <laughs> That's I'm like, wait better. a minute. Yeah. No, they <laughs> like, know. Wait a minute. They know. They oh, make they weird know. faces too. True. True. <laughs> That's why you don't think in the mirror. <laughs> God, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> if you think in the mirror, let us know no. how that works. Right. <laughs> Are you blind? <laughs> Did the mirror break? <laughs> it would break Were for me. <laughs> any entities summoned? <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> um so yeah, the workaround for that. Ranger Paladin. Just play it right. Uh, again, ignore the armor. Or don't ignore the armor. Focus on yeah, the heavy true. hitting part have to. of Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, and just do wield. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Be crazy. I mean, there's, <laughs> be crazy. There's nothing saying a dog can't play basketball, uh-huh. <laughs> right, Airbud? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we just did that. <laughs> One of the DMs for a podcast I've listened to said that all the time. Whenever, really? <laughs> yeah, whenever anybody asks him a question that, like, he didn't have a good reason not to, he's like, there's no rule. This is a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> sure. Perfect. Oh, well, sometimes it. you make the rule later when things yeah. get broken, but... Whatever. It can be fixed. It can be broken. <laughs> yeah, right. Fixed, air quotes. Even though you're trying to break the world and fuck the and rules. The, the, <laughs> I mean, the biggest problem with most of these is, like, spreading yourself too thin and not yeah, having don't the abilities that. to cover it. Yeah. Um, and I... That's the big one, there's probably an archetype that could benefit any other class. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, True. Monk is on a lot of those lists, but you have an element throw. you have Hadokening Monk, you have Ninja Monk, and you have classic Jackie Chan Monk. Ah, Jackie Chan. So, just pick the one that works better. I mean, just because mm-hmm. you're not casting spells doesn't mean you don't fit a spellcaster. True. Same with Barbarian. Like, Scald? Sure, yep, there's yeah. bar- Like, the elders that tell the stories tell me they don't have magic. <sighs> they don't have magic. <laughs> right? Druid and Bard would fit really well with a Barbarian. Um, wizard? It's not so thematically, but... But you could make it work if you really wanted redefine to. Redefine yeah. everything. Keep yeah. the rule the same and redefine it. Yeah. But if you're having trouble with stuff, there's all you can always change the rules. Mm-hmm. So... Good uh, jumping off point there, I think, in terms of multi-classing is what best to look for. And the reason I wanted to answer this question was for any new players out there, cool especially. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to do it, the absolutely. The first thing you look for, is it cool? Um, something to keep in mind, though, other than the cool factor. <laughs> Johnny on the spot over here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, prerequisites. Yeah. So definitely ability scores. Yeah, definitely keep that in mind for things that you want to do. Because sometimes if you have a really cool idea, 
you might not be able to do it because you don't meet the prereq for the actual ability mm-hmm. score, which can be a bummer, absolutely. But, here's the thing. but and there are ways around that. I'm well, not saying there there's are. There's a couple ways around it, but there's also you're probably not you're probably going to meet that prerequisite if you're planning on doing it. Like you're not going to take levels in fighter if you have a strength of 8. Right, true. It's not going to get you anywhere. You're right. You know like you're not Using a sword already, why would you take levels in fighter? Right, exactly. That doesn't gain you anything. Um, What's that face? <laughs> however, okay. if you want to go into, like, a second spellcasting class. Like, I have um, a player on my Wednesday night game who's been Mystic, but he just multiclassed into Paladin. Oh, okay. And here's the thing. His charisma is only a 10. Mm-hmm. It's not enough for Paladin. Right. Um, and it certainly doesn't help him with any of his paladin abilities. No. Because uh, Mystic is intelligence. Right, exactly. But the paladin build we picked, which was a homebrew build that we found online that goes well with the campaign, mm-hmm. um, it really fits his character's direction. Like, he's not your classic, I'm wearing plate mail and cutting down enemies. He's actually battling healing people with psychic powers. Sweet. But Paladin really fits, so I'm just letting him use Intelligence for his Paladin ability. There you go. Perfect. doesn't break anything. No. He would have gotten Intelligence-based bonuses if he just stuck with the same class, but this gives him more thematically appropriate abilities. Perfect. See? There's workarounds. Oh, just... <laughs> use Intelligence. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Whatever. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. you are not, you're not broken. No. I mean, you would be able to heal more if you took another level of Mystic. I let you use Intelligence for Paladins, so now you have some spells. Some, you can do some Paladin Smiting. That's cool. You can heal less, you can smite more, whatever. Do it. <laughs> didn't, didn't break a thing. Nope. Perfect. So, But, again, just something to keep in mind when you are looking at them. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely find workarounds like that. Um, if you wanted to go... We talked about Wizard Druid. Yep. For uh, Witch Doctor, do the yeah. same thing. Uh, decide what, like, what, how stylistically they want to play. Like, are they getting all their magic from, like, nature spirits? Right. Or are they following, like, a book that's been handed down by mm-hmm. elders? Yeah, generation, generation. Um, pick which one. Which one's, like, the base idea. And pick wisdom or intelligence. And just let them use all of their spells from both classes based on that one. Yeah. It makes it makes the math easier. It makes the paperwork easier. Definitely. Why not? Why so not break it. <laughs> um, so just keep that in mind. And on top of that, like you mentioned, pick something that you think is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> because there are definitely, if you're not strictly about the rules, mm-hmm. there are definitely ways to make things work. Yeah, for sure. And it's it gets really like. Don't just pick a level of rogue because you get sneak attack die. Yeah. It's, that's not actually going to help you in the long run. No, like, it won't. Like, just taking a level in rogue for a sneak a, a D6 sneak attack die No. once per round is it's not worth it. Yeah. Which kind of... If you want to be, like, if you're a ranger and you want to be more mobile and you throw two levels in rogue and you get a sneak attack die and you get cunning action... You can hide easier and run easier and disengage easier. Absolutely. Now we're yeah, talking yeah. synergies in character making sense and not just you going, I'm going to spend a whole level for a sneak attack die because sneak attack. Whoop. <laughs> Dude, calm down. <laughs> just like, why? <laughs> Which actually leads to one of the questions that I have come across from a couple newer players, which is, should higher levels come into play for your decision-making for multi-classing? Do you think yes or no? Because the the thing Depends. with that, though, is that, uh, and we've mentioned before many times, some campaigns don't get to higher yeah. levels. Uh, so my answer is yes, but no. Which is the best answer that we've <laughs> ever had. <laughs> I think we've used it a few times um, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the best answer. Let's go to answer. And that's it. Okay, moving <laughs> in. Uh, no. Um, consider it. 
Especially if you like planning things. Like True, yeah. If you're, like, if you're uh, that Personally, type, if I make a character <laughs> and I go, okay, I have an idea. I want to play this slash this. I will look ahead mm-hmm. and go, okay. Because I, I go crazy with the ideas. I'm like, oh, maybe I could add some levels in this and get this and yeah. make this this theme that I have <laughs> be really cool. And then you look and you're like, okay, so say I got to level 16. Okay, I'd be like 6, 7, and 3? Right. Okay, so it's impossible for me to get this ability, and it's impossible for me to get this right. ability if 20 is my max. And you just want to not go too crazy because you will, like, okay, if I want this ability, like, if this pinnacle ability is important to my character build, yeah, I can only take so many levels in this other class. Exactly. Like, if you want the level 14 warlock ability, you better not take a 7th level in bard. Yeah, don't do that. Um, so you want to consider it, uh, but if... At the same time, though? <laughs> screw it. Yeah. Uh, especially if you know you're not playing a long-term campaign. Right. Um, hey, or, here's a one-shot. Well, I want a multi-class. Like, you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> and if it gets to the point where, like, you've, like, just gone with it, and you're, like, level 16, and you're 8-8, and you're like, man, I'm gonna miss out on some higher stuff... Maybe not. Yeah. Your maybe your campaign goes up to like level twenty five. There's. You never know. There are still greater th- threats. Always. <laughs> right. Uh, so I mean, if oh, your you've campaign's retired, going strong, good for you. Right? <laughs> um, I feel like we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but something to think about, and this is more. This question is more for. I would think maybe a seasoned player, because a first-time player is not necessarily going to try to multi-class right away in the they beginning. They shouldn't. And they shouldn't. I, I agree with that. Because so, Spe- D&D is a very complex game to grasp anyways. Exactly, yeah. You want to play a Focus little while. Focus on the one character. Yeah, so it's more for, this question is more for like the seasoned player who's like, you know what, I've done so many things Right, before. and I came up with this really cool idea. idea. But, do you think it matters in the end where... Which one you choose, and I feel like it's more of those higher levels that it like, matters. But like, which one if, is your backbone? Right, exactly. Like, okay, I'm I'm a, a fighter wizard yep. or a wizard fighter. Like, do you think it matters necessarily for which one is your first choice versus the your one that first you first choice? Yeah, no, no, no. But the one that you end up, well, see that? Yeah, see, I not I think strictly it speaking, does. I think it only matters in what it initially gives you. So, like, your base proficiencies, mm-hmm. uh, your saving throw proficiencies. Okay. Your, uh, not even your weapon and armor proficiencies, because if you just multi-class fighter, you'll get those. Right. Um, Good to go. But some of that can be made up with your background choice, too. Um, and if you're building a multi-class character... You're probably thinking about that anyways. So uh, yeah, it, it's, and again, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things. But it's only so important as the style you're building anyways. Right. So it just... it's it. W- and I think If you're that, ready to multi-class, it should right. naturally occur to you. Yeah. It shouldn't be something you need to seek... Exactly. Help with. with like, right, exactly. Um, and I think that's one of those things, too, where it's like, if you've already got the idea, like... Play what you want to play first, you know what I mean? And and go from there. Because yeah. if you're that seasoned of a player, you probably already have, like, a general idea, and then it's like, oh, you know what? I can totally make this work with it mm-hmm. down the line. Totally good. You know? Unless you're start like, oh, this is a one-shot. We're starting at X level, you know, pick... Oh, yeah, I'm going to multi-class that, right now, you know little, what I mean? Yeah, that's like, um... So, I'm pl- we're playing tomorrow, but I have a game that I'm playing in with some people on Twitter... Mm-hmm. We're playing third edition. Yeah. Not not ideal. I'd prefer Pathfinder, but it's what the GM wants to play. So whatever, go, I'm yeah. playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you must be so excited. <laughs> I am. I went straight one class. Oh, really? I could have multi-class without XP penalties and bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's very complicated. Well, third edition. Especially with prestige classes. But, like, I know one of the players looked at forums and 
like built his character. I think he's got three classes and a prestige class. Oh yeah. And he's like this basically uh a mage fighter. Um but he's well built. Like that's cool. Someone theory crafted it up, but like people go crazy theory crafting. You can find oh, yeah. builds. Some of them are pretty cheesy. Yeah, definitely uh, like, make sure uh, you do your research. <laughs> there's one build that lets you like throw like you just walk around with eighteen katanas. Yeah, totes. And and you throw them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking. Uh, it's a specific yeah. build where, like, you're level 18 and you just, like, come into battle and, like, first round you can, like, throw eight katanas and just everything dies. It's all it's dead. It's all, like, you I've have got to, it, guys. It's a very specific build. You have to have the right, like, magic items, the yeah. right, um... Uh, feats. Yeah. Everything. But you know what, it gets though? to the point where, cool. like, Great. you just... Fucking katanas. <laughs> and it's like you crit on like a 15 to 20, so you're oh just like. Oh my god! <laughs> like you can't. It, you, you be in an anime if you're playing right? this character, because you're just like swords. Okay. Strapped to you and you're just like. <laughs> can't even picture it. But I looked at the build and it's very intricate. I'm like. It's rules legal. Yeah. I'm like. Who thought of right, this? Right. Like, how much time was put into optimizing, like, sword damage output that they went from, I want to deal a lot of damage with a sword, to, in order to deal a lot of damage with a sword, <laughs> I need to throw, throw 17 katanas. <laughs> like, there's a big leap there. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Good on whoever did it, I guess. Possibilities are endless. Right, yeah. So just make sure you are doing your research on certain things you find out there for sure. Oh my god. But that build is also specifically, you have, the campaign has to start at like level 12 for that build to work. Because it's a, just a jumble of shit that won't help you until (laughs) you're at least level 12. Exactly, yep. Because you're like, you're preparing for this like penultimate Katana chucker. (laughs) But until you get there, you're just a man with a lot of katanas. Right. I just picture at that level, I just, you said anime, so I picture this little anime body with with your head on it just yelling. (laughs) But, I mean, your armor isn't actually armor, it's just katana sheaths. Right, oh yeah. Just lacquered katana (laughs) sheaths. Good to go. Uh, it says here that you have lacquer armor, but I see, uh, you didn't spend any gold on that. No, it's just the sheaths to my yeah, katanas. Yeah. They cover me. <laughs> they, they're just my body. <laughs> There's 19 of them. <laughs> oh, man. Excuse me? You hurt me. Um, speaking of 3rd edition, just to kind of bring it back around really quick, things have changed in yes. 5e. For the better. For the better. For a lot of reasons. Yes. So, definitely don't be afraid to try multi-classing. Um, especially if you're DM. I mean, if you're, if, if it's rule-specific, see what you can do from just the regular player's handbook. But like you mentioned, if, if you've got a DM willing to work with you on certain things and it works well for your character and, and the player themselves is super excited about it, give it a shot. Yeah. Um. And in terms of multi-class spellcasting, mm-hmm. it's way easier in 5th edition. Yeah. Um, and it's way less painful for the multi-classer. Because before, it was like, okay, unless you picked a specific, like, uh, Mystic Theurge, which every level in that prestige class gave you an effective spellcasting level in both Cleric and Wizard. Right. Which you had to have to get into it. Um... That's really helpful. If you don't do that, I mean, basically before you get in there, if you're like Cleric 3, Wizard 3, you're level 6, but you're casting as a level 3 Cleric and you're casting as a level 3 Wizard. However, in 5th edition, you go Cleric Wizard and you're level 6, say Mm 3-3, you only have access to the number of spell slots and the number of spells known, or not the number of spell slots, sorry, the number of spells known and the number of spells you can prepare. Prepare, Mm mm-hmm. 3-3. Three, three. But your spell slots for the day are treated as if you're a level 6, six caster. Which is great. And you can use them for either. So you don't have access to as much as a level 6 cleric or as much as a level 6 wizard. But you can cast as many spells 
You have more style versi- combinations. Yeah, yeah, like you have more versatility. Yep. Um, you're not as gimped as you would have been in third edition, edition. Yeah. Which would have given you this many wizard spell slots, this many cleric spell slots. Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> but now, which is why I like my bard lock. Yes. Because I have a range of bard spell slots that I can use for any of my spells. Mm-hmm. And I also have my nice short rest refreshing warlock spell slots that I can use for any of my spells. Exactly. So it makes me a like an endurance caster that can also heal. Yeah. Um which is really cool. Which is amazing. <laughs> and I think that's among other things, obviously, for fifth edition, but that's one of the big things for multiclassing that, that was, really it's really helpful. Yeah, really helped change the way the yeah. game is is done, mm-hmm. and in a great way. <laughs> well, that and just spellcasting in general, where if you prepare a spell, you only need to prepare it once, and you can use as many spell slots as you want, want. on it. <laughs> yeah, you want two fireballs, you better prepare fireball twice. <laughs> Uh, I only get two level one spells. Well, you better prepare fireball twice. twice. (laughs) I hated that. I fucking hated that. Like, I get... The entire mindset was that it disappeared from your mind. Right, but But come on. No, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Right, like... Oh, fireball! Let's go. <laughs> How do fireball? <laughs> you want me to do what? What did I just do? <laughs> you just threw a fireball. I don't call that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's a more, not physical, but metaphysical reserve of right. power there. Exactly. And you have to, like, get the spell fresh in your mind, but, like, one casting, it's not just, like, disappeared from your mind. Bye-bye! <laughs> you can still have, you know, your components in the right places and right. the maneuvers on your hands and the inner power to do it. Just, exactly. I'm not going to prepare Fireball five times. This is stupid. <laughs> I want to be able to prepare Mage Armor and Fireball. <laughs> and if I don't need Mage Armor, I want to cast Fireball twice. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that. <laughs> like, I'm a wizard. I spent years doing, doing this. this. <laughs> How can't we figure this out yet? <laughs> I feel useless. <laughs> it's fine. If you survive till you're 30 years old, you will be the most powerful person on the planet, but, like, there's only a, like, 0.0001% chance you will, because wizards are squishy. No big deal. Until you own the planet. One day. It's like that tipping point in third edition. Yeah. Like, you are a bug, and then you hit, like, uh, seventh or eighth yeah. level, and it's like, I you am are a god! god. <laughs> it's like, bow before me! It's just hire a bunch of plate-wearing mercenaries right? to walk around you, like... Alright, I guess. No biggie. Is there anything else you want to mention about multiclassing that we haven't already covered? Um, probably. I mean, we discussed some good good key points, my friend. Um. Quick. Anything? <laughs> probably. Probably? There's so many things. God. Multiclassing. There's just so much potential to multiclassing. There is. There really is. Especially... Again, if you're not dead set on the rules, which some people are, which is fine. But I think, yeah, I think, I think the rules the, are meant to be bent or broken. Yeah, the first thing <laughs> you need to do is, is it a cool idea? Yes. Is it going to add to the fun of the game? Right. For yourself. Yeah. And the game in general. Yeah. I, but definitely yes. think about for you first. But then you, Is it going to break the game? Probably mm-hmm. not. Like 19 times out of 20. No. Yeah. Not unless you, like, really come up with, like, this really cool, like, accidental rules-breaking combo move, like, are right. you hadokening every round so that yes, the other player I can't am. move and <laughs> jump over it? Like, it's... Oh, okay. <laughs> Street Fighter 2 Turbo? <laughs> yes. As long as you're not cheesing the shit out of the game right. when you do it, you're probably not going to break it. Um, your biggest worry for multiclassing is being underpowered. And I really don't think that's a worry unless, one, you have a strange combo that your GM's not helping you out with. True. Um, Which can be very frustrating. I hope that doesn't happen to anybody yeah, there. Um, I apologize if that happens really to you. And if it's really that strange of a combo, maybe think of trying a different way to make that combo. Like, yeah. Don't get stuck trying to make Barbarian Wizard work. Right, yeah. 
Gold Barbarian Sorcerer, Barbarian Warlock, you know. Yeah, like, definitely other combinations um, there could, that could work a little better. And we've talked about it in other stuck. stuff, but uh, if one class fits better but you like a different spell list, you know, maybe you can multi-class into one class and use a different spell list for that class to make yeah. it work. That's like almost triple multi-classing, but not. <laughs> but it's not. Because, <laughs> like, we have a druid, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. who's actually a cleric of the sun that uses the druid spell list. Right, exactly. But so. in-game, sun druid. There you go. It works perfectly. Done. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> and, um... As, if you are a new player, definitely, if you've played a little bit before, and I say new player meaning, you know, you've only played a couple sessions, something like that. This is your first sheet. Yeah, right. There's nary a stain of beer or wine on it. <laughs> exactly. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily to try it right away, but if it's something you're thinking about or you kind of want to give it a try, give it a try. Yeah. Absolutely give it a try, especially um, for 5th edition. E- I would even say play two very different classes separately first to yeah. get a better idea. Because yeah. um, I know, like, Michael has a much different respect for the mechanics of the game, helping Nicola build a bard, first of all. Exactly. And now having started with a ranger, but now playing a uh, artificer. Mm-hmm. Artificer? Artificer. Yeah, whatever. I knew what you meant. Words. It's okay. Words and hey, shit. Hey, I've made it 47 minutes without screwing up any words. You've done good. It's a new record, You're done everybody. Good. <laughs> Mark it. Um, oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and now he has a better grasp of mechanics and the synergies exactly. and how to strategize things because yeah. D&D is built as a tactics game. Exactly. Which a lot of people forget and a lot of people ignore, but when it comes down to actually utilizing the mechanics, you can't ignore that fact. If you want to have a completely narrative game and use D&D rules, mm-hmm. they're not ideal for it. There's plenty of games out there now that are that more are, ideal. Are, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I understand you, and I, D&D is still my favorite game, but you still have to know where the mechanics come from and understand that they are built for tactics, for tactics combat. That's where most of the mechanics exactly. come from. So you got to keep that in mind when you're multi-classing, and you got to understand how those tactics work to have fun with your multi-class. Like you may have a great idea, but if you don't understand why it could work or why mm-hmm. it won't work, exactly, uh, you won't be able to figure out how to make it work. Yeah, and then you won't have fun doing it. Precisely, and that's that's a good takeaway too for not just a new player, but for any DMs with a new player. If you have a new player that's looking to try to multi-class, maybe just try to do... Help them. Help, absolutely help them, but maybe just try to have them try a couple different classes first. Yeah. Like you mentioned, and and just kind of guide them along and just see how it it goes, Mm -hmm. you know? Which is never a bad idea. (laughs) Never a bad idea to just just give it a try. And and don't be afraid to change the specifics of how things work. Like, if you change something to make it work the way you hope it will, and it ends up being broken or not working the way you thought it was, Yeah, change it. I mean... There's nothing that says you, that you can't. Right? No one's going to come down from rules lawyer heaven and <laughs> chain you up to some Modrons exactly. and bring you to Mechanus and strap you to a gear and flay you for not obeying the rule of law. I mean... I knew a guy that happened to. No, I don't. That's a lie. <laughs> That's why if you worship the gods of law and order, you will obey the law and order. <laughs> so if that's you, disregard this conversation. <laughs> so sorry. At least they're very meticulous and evenly spaced with lashes. <laughs> ah, yes, true. <laughs> Easier on the healing. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> All the more to whip you afterwards. Ah, <laughs> oh, they do that, don't they? <laughs> It's that torture thing. <laughs> I mean, if you're good at torture, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't true. die. That's, that's valid. That's a valid <laughs> point. Good luck to everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Worship the gods of chaos. It's just better that way. I mean, you never really know what's going to happen. Maybe it's better that way. <laughs> so on Surprises that Surprises are fun. <laughs> ah, fun you say. <laughs> yes. All right. Indeed. 
So on the note of fun, <laughs> that's gonna, and surprises, uh, and surprises, uh, that's going to wrap up this episode for the Untamed Rant. Uh, please be sure to check out our blog at www.thewanderingalchemist.com. Uh, there you can find all kinds of stuff, including our previous episodes of The Rant and our actual play podcast, and uh, usually some articles that help say stuff like this. L- less <laughs> ranty, although I tend to ramble, so maybe not. So there's that. <laughs> also, we really love what we're doing, and we hope that you do too, so if you want to help support that and us, uh, please become a patron at www.patreon.com and search for The Wandering Alchemist. Uh, pledges as of right now from a dollar and up. It's going to give you early access to our uh, actual play podcast. And, buy one week. Yep, buy one week. And the cracks of the rift book chapters based on our Pathfinder campaign. By two weeks. By two weeks. When it comes back next month. Yes, when it comes back next month. I apologize. <laughs> Things have been a little hectic. <laughs> and this show. Two weeks ahead of time as well. Damn Skippy. <laughs> and more if you pledge more. Which, you know, hey, why not? Uh, and if you do become a patron, the first thing we're going to do is send you a welcome package with a couple of wristbands and a nice handwritten thank you for being awesome. Uh, you will also be entered into monthly drawings for dice. Yeah. And some um, other goodies as they come. Yes, we have some books that are just awaiting our goal to begin giving them away every month. Yeah, yeah. So help support us, people. <laughs> please. please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you want to contact us directly, please do. We love questions. We love comments. Or if you just want to let us know that you have no class at all, please use the contact information located in the notes for this episode. <laughs> yes, and you can also find some more forms and different places to send that information on the website. Indeed. So, as always, I am the Untamed Scribe. And I am the Wandering Alchemist. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next month. Bye.